0: Okay. guest, Nina! Yes! Hi.
1: So, we are here today. Um, this is definitely something different once again, because as you can see, Jacob is not in the video. No. Um, so, he, we kicked him off. But today, we are going to backtrack a little bit. I don't know if anyone else has seen or not. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I did a podcast about my TTC journey, and for those of you who don't know what TTC again is, it is Trying to Conceive. Um, And I pretty much talked about um, how I was going through that, um, the emotions that I felt through that, the, um, just a bunch of different things, feelings, emotions, what God was telling me through that process, how I was, how I even got to to know that I was going through that process because a lot of women don't know that there's a problem until it happens, until they actually start trying to conceive. Mm -hmm. And so I just talked about the feelings once we started trying to conceive, how I didn't know, all the different stuff. And when I was doing that, I actually looked up a a bunch of different videos to see if there were anyone else, if there was anyone else talking about TTC. There weren't very many. But Nita popped up.
0: And
1: I actually just started binge watching her videos. And when I tell you- That's not creepy. I did. I started to binge watch and I was literally like, because she was so genuine, I literally felt her emotions through like the videos. And I, at first didn't want to reach out to Nina Uh, because I, well, because I kind of felt like, um, there were, because she already had such a big following. I was like, okay, maybe this wouldn't work. You know, I wanted her to be on the first original podcast that I had. Holy spirit went on and told me, reach out to her. And I did. And here we are. Here we are. Here we are. Reached out. Our conversation was absolutely amazing. To be able to have someone that understood the pain and um, the emotions and feelings that I was feeling um, was Absolutely, it was like counseling. For those of you who don't know, I'll definitely put her channel below so that you can go and watch her videos binge watch it like I did. <laughs> and um, but since she's here today, I want her to give us a little background of herself and her TTC journey just so that those of you who are gonna be lazy and don't click, you can hear. Um, but just a brief story about yourself and Wonderful.
0: your TTC journey. Okay, great. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> my name is um, Nina Delise. Um, I will actually be 32 years old this March. Woo-hoo, How woo-hoo. wonderful is that? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so my husband and I have been married for about a year and a half, and we decided to start trying last November, which is awesome because I've been waiting so long, it feels like. Um, but now I'm going to backtrack and kind of tell you a little bit of background first. Not a lot, just a little bit to catch you up, and then... We'll talk about some more interesting things. Um, so have you seen me looking down? I'm just looking at my notes because short-term memory is bad. Um, my early 20s up to marriage, I actually didn't want children. I was living in a pretty poisonous lifestyle. A lot of partying, a lot of drinking, and um, a lot of shenanigans. So having a child was just something that would be in the way. And I was like, it's it's not gonna happen. I don't care to have children. Um, Cause I just never thought I would be saved <laughs> and walk with the Lord. Um, and then Michael and I got married. Um, we decided that we were gonna start trying in a couple of years. And then I had a breakthrough. I, I guess you could say God placed a desire in my heart. Um, I had my first chemical pregnancy last April. And I'd say immediately after that is when I started to feel like I was ready to start a family. And like, the, the feeling was so intense. I was like, okay, I think, I think it's time. I, I think I'm ready. Um, but of course Michael wasn't ready. So we didn't start trying, obviously. Um, then June rolls around I had my second chemical pregnancy. Um, I wasn't too worried, but I was starting to get a little concerned because I just thought, okay, this is my second chemical pregnancy. Like, could something be going on? I didn't think too much of it. So, you know, went on with life. Um, I had my third chemical pregnancy in September of last year. And that's when things just got really, really rough for me um, because I thought that God was punishing me, and um, I just—I was upset. I was depressed. I—I I, I really didn't know what to think. Um, but I prayed about it, and I said, "You know what, God? I'm just going to leave it in your hands. It's okay. I know you're going to give us a child. Like you placed this desire in my heart, so obviously you want us to have a child at some point." Power, you can't <laughs> oh, okay. So, um, meanwhile, my best friend, she got married uh, August 1st of last year, and before she got married, I told her she was going to get pregnant very soon after marriage. She just didn't believe me, but I just had this feeling. I just knew. Um, so, after I had my, my third, yeah, my third chemical pregnancy last September, she ended up um well she told me that she just she had missed her period and she's been feeling really tired and i just knew i was like "Ah, i know you're pregnant you need to take a test and she took a test she sent me a picture and it was blazing positive like that test line was super super dark and the control line was like super light and i'm like you are totally pregnant i was so elated and so excited for them Like I couldn't control myself. I even FaceTimed them right after she sent me that text. Um, But I'd say about 30, 45 minutes after that excitement, I grew extremely depressed, like the worst I'd ever been. And I was angry at God. I even yelled at God. That's how angry I was. I was, I was irate and confused. And um, there was a bit of envy and just all the negative emotions all at once. Um, so I couldn't talk to her. I couldn't really see her. I was just, I I didn't wanna, I didn't want to visit that topic of pregnancy because she was pregnant and I wasn't. And I just, I didn't understand. I was like, God, why her? They wanted to wait two years to have a child and now she's pregnant. I've gone through what I've gone through. Like why, why couldn't it be me? Why did it have to be her? And so I took a break. Um, my mom and I went to Blue Ridge, Georgia, and we spent a few days there. I just needed some time to regroup, allow the Lord to really work in my heart and in my mind, and get me back to a place of peace and understanding. Um, and and it worked. It was great. So, you know, if you ever feel any type of way, you need to get away. You need yeah. to have some time to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that happened, and then i say it's taken about three months to really accept her pregnancy which is awesome because i always wanted to be there for her for her pregnancy um but then in december i had my fourth chemical pregnancy and that was really hard as well i didn't take it as hard as i did back in september but it was still like okay something something is going on so i've now decided to you know go to the doctor and and Get some tests done or whatever to see if it, there's anything wrong it's i'm pretty sure it's a god thing but um just to be sure um so i decided in december to get back in shape to really focus on my health start eating healthy again um, and honestly that's taken my focus off of the ttc thing mm-hmm. which is great like I am concerned about trying to conceive but at the same time I'm like I need to get my body right yeah. for the summer <laughs> um, but also for our future child so um, I also did have my fifth chemical pregnancy last month in January um, but like I said with focusing on my health and fitness I wasn't I wasn't all that sad and it was it was just... I don't know, it was a different feeling, it was a breeze to get through that and just accept it for what it is. Um, so yeah, I, I just, I think realizing that I had those emotions and also knowing that I'm human helped me get through it all, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. because. We're, we're all human, and we're going to have emotions, we're going to have envy, and we're going to be depressed and angry at God. Um, but I think what's most important is, is surrendering that to Him, and that's something that I have been doing every single cycle, every time I see my best friend. It's like, okay, God, I see what's happening. Also, by the way, she's having a little girl, which is what I want. And I knew she was going to have a girl because I'm like, I see God. I see what he's doing here. He's he's giving her a child and he's giving her a girl. That's great. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I I think what's really important here, the takeaway, is surrendering those emotions to God and um, really allowing him to work in your life and in your heart to um, bring healing and restoration and wisdom in all of that.
1: yeah. And so, I mean, you, a lot of the things, I, I kind of want to backtrack, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, because I know we, we really want to talk about feelings mm-hmm. in this podcast, um, but one of the feelings, and I guess kind of like a question, because you kind of start questioning yourself through this process, mm-hmm. and one of the things that you brought up was is God punishing me? Mm-hmm. And a lot of the times, because that's something that we talked about, me and Nina, was the lifestyle we lived before mm-hmm. we, you know, cr- you know, really gave ourselves to Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, it was not the lifestyle that, you know, was ideal. Okay. <laughs> and so... The question for me again was is God punishing me Mm -hmm. and I'm pretty sure a lot of women feel like that, you know Why is this happening to me? Like why out of all the people? Why is it me Mm -hmm. and it was just like that was one of the thoughts processes that I had was Is this because of how I was like is this my punishment for Mm -hmm. what I was doing before I got married was this Is this because I was sexually active before I was married is this because I? you know, did certain things that I wasn't supposed to that wasn't, you know, that wasn't pleasing to God. And you have to remind yourself, God does discipline his children. However, he's not going to, he's not going to condemn you. That's the word I'm looking Mm -hmm. for. God is not out to get you. Okay, And you have to remind yourself that even though you are going through this pain, even though you are going through the emotions that you are going through, you have to accept it like Nina was saying. like You have to learn to say, okay, I am feeling this. Do not deny the feelings that you're going through, um, especially when um, in the situation of if there's someone else that you see going through this because um, Nina was saying that her best friend had gotten pregnant. Well, a friend that I was best friends with, like in middle school had contacted me probably like a month or two ago and mind you we had not spoken in years and she comes out and she contacts me <laughs> and she asks me if I know any you know she's catching up oh my goodness hey how are you um, and she asks me if I know any venues for a baby shower oh man and I'm like Um, I mean, not really, you know, I was like, I'll help you out, you know, hey, what's your budget, you know, everything else. And it ends up that I'm the one who is planning and and actually putting together her baby shower. And what's so funny is, is, mind you, she had already been, I think, a couple weeks along. And, you know, I was asking her if she knew the gender because I was trying to get things together. And she's like, okay, I'm going to be finding out um, tomorrow. And I was like, okay, that's great. She's having a baby boy, which is what me and Jacob wanted, and it was kind of hard. And the that weekend she actually came over, and I found myself I couldn't stop staring at her stomach, like I oh, man. was literally like, <laughs> "Oh my goodness!" And then my dog, we have a little uh, chihuahua and min pen mix, and. Uh, he literally was like sniffing all on her and like you could tell that he knew something was up mm-hmm. and it was just kind of like kind of like a oh man like this is awesome and like I wanted to genuinely catch up with her and we started talking and we did and then she was just like okay yeah let's let's talk about the um so this is the stuff that I had for the invitations for the baby shower and I kind of was like
0: Oh yeah, I know that.
1: Yeah, that. I forgot all about that. And it was just, I had to be honest with myself mm-hmm. that I was feeling jealous that I mm-hmm. was, um, and not necessarily like I was in a negative way towards her. Mm-hmm. It was the fact that she had what I wanted. Exactly. It It's hard. It is mm-hmm. really hard to accept those feelings mm-hmm. and... Uh, it sucks to know that you don't want to feel these things, but you can't necessarily have help it. But one thing I had to remind myself is that the emotions that we feel, God didn't just give me these, these emotions. He understands those. exactly. And something that popped out to me was the fact that in the word it even says that our God is a jealous God. Mm-hmm. And that is crazy to me because, you know, it's it's basically talking about how when you idolize other things, how God is jealous mm-hmm. of that. Well, God feels jealousy. Why can't I? Yeah. And not saying that it's a good thing because it's not necessarily a good thing to be jealous of something else, someone else and what they have. But it's to show that that's natural.
0: It's okay. It's okay. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, there other women that actually are in the Bible. And we wanted to bring to you guys women that were in the Bible and their feelings. Mm. Um, And automatically when you think of infertility, the first person that usually comes to your mind, um, scripture wise is Sarah. Um, She's usually the first person that you think of because um, her story is so Mm -hmm. widely known. Her Mm -hmm. and Abraham, she was trying to conceive and mind you, she was, old in age like she was way past she's an old woman yeah she they said she was (laughs) way past the the age of bearing a child Mm -hmm. um and so it's so funny because I know we kind of talked about this you know God promises you something and you hear him say that he's promising you that and you're just kind of like okay yeah okay I hear you because when you're physically going through something Mm -hmm. and your body and your physical is telling you otherwise you're kind of like I hear you, like, but
0: really... Is like, it really going to happen? Let's let's be real. Like, <laughs> me,
1: out of all people, really? Mm-hmm. And so Sarah is the perfect example of... Um, I
0: want to say faith. Faith, and I'd also say... Um, uh, I couldn't really say patience because she wasn't that patient. Um, but I would also say after... She decided to try and control God's promise. Then it was a surrender. Mm -hmm. And it was like, okay. Mm
1: -hmm. And I I feel like God puts us in certain positions like that sometimes. Mm -hmm. Because, like I did say earlier, God is a jealous God. And I feel like when you idolize certain things, he stops it from happening mm-hmm. and That was something that okay. She heard it. She's okay. I hear God's promise. Okay Well, then if this is gonna happen this why isn't this happening? I need to make this happen. This mm-hmm. needs to come on mm-hmm. and I feel like we get in the way and Sarah was a perfect example of getting in the way and idolizing because I feel like It doesn't necessarily have to be an idol. It could be very well marriage Children a job that you want. It could be anything that you idolize and if you put that above him and It becomes your sole purpose in life. I believe he pushes that out the way. Mm -hmm. I believe he stops that and You end up making it worse for yourself because you slow that process down
0: exactly and I I truly believe that sometimes he even allows us to go through those things because then you end up realizing that what you did was not what you should have done. And he's like, ha, you see, this is why you should wait on me because obviously my plan is a lot greater than yours. Exactly.
1: (laughs) And also um, there was the question that we kind of talked about beforehand was can we also get in the way not just in the sense of, you know, not not having faith in, you know, idolizing something, but physically get in the way. Mm. Um, And we talked about how Sarah did, she went on and she, I don't want to say she got a surrogate because it wasn't necessarily a surrogate, but it was another woman she was okay, I want my child. I want this to happen. So I need you to go and lay with, oh, I can't remember her name another woman that a lot of people don't think about was Hannah. And
0: she... I can relate to her.
1: (laughs) She is those raw emotions. She is those nights where you are just crying. You are by yourself. You are Mm -hmm. crying out to God. You are...
0: Pleading with him. Almost begging him. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And and she gives you those... um, those raw emotions and actually her husband there was one scripture where it talked about how hannah was she was so overwhelmed mm-hmm. with the emotions of not having a child and she, it was one of those it was one of those days where she was just crying and she literally had nothing coming out of her 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 mouth like she was in so much pain that she was literally. I mean, I know you have those 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 moments where you are crying had those so moments. hard. Yeah, where you are literally
0: making no sound. I think it would be really helpful too to. It would be awesome to have like groups, groups of women, you know, going through the same things to to um, create a space where we can just have like an open dialogue. To have someone
1: else vouch for you, mm-hmm.
0: you know, and walk with you in that moment.
1: Sometimes we have cried so much we've asked so much we've prayed so much that we just need someone else to and i don't know about you but when someone else prays for me it's a sense of encouragement
0: yeah absolutely it's like okay this person hears me this person is walking in my shoes with me that they are willing to pray with me and for me it's an immediate um uh lift lifting moment uplifting moment that leaves me with encouragement and I don't know I just feel like I can go on the rest of my day Mm -hmm. like free free of pain free of worry and You know, just knowing that we surrendered those feelings to God. I just, I just think, you know, it would be awesome if you all could like leave some comments down below about maybe things you need encouragement for or things you would like prayer for or anything else you'd like for us to talk about in a future podcast. Like we would love to bring that to the table and just open a conversation or a dialogue in the comments. I think, I think that would be super cool. It'd be awesome. This was
1: awesome. This was an awesome
0: podcast. Thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. Yes.
1: So make sure you guys subscribe to both of our channels. I will put her channel below in the mm-hmm. description box. Down make there. sure you click that. Um, I'll even put it somewhere on the screen for you lazy people. That won't go in the description box. <laughs> um, and so also like, comment, share, share this with everyone that you know because yes. you know I want to be able down to, down to share this Go her.
0: i not <laughs>